1: Verse 8 is our text tonight, and the Bible says, I delight to do thy will, O my God. I want to speak tonight on that subject. I delight to do thy will. God has a will for every person who's alive tonight. God has a will for your life. God has a will for my life. I want to break down those words before I get into my message. I delight. I delight. What is it when I delight? Well, it simply means the word I'm pleased or I desire or I like or I take pleasure in. God's word says I, I delight, I take pleasure in doing thy will. What is a will? Will. We talk about strong willed people. What is a will? Well, we can see it in a negative sense, but a will is a purpose. When God says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect, what's the last part? Will of God. The will of God is God's purpose, God's plan. There is nothing wrong under God's heaven that my dad drove a tow truck for many years. He said, well, that's a lowly job. That's beneath mankind. No, that was the will of God in his life. God gave him a wife and God gave him children. He was a good church member, he was a mechanic. He later became a salesman. That was God's will. His will, God's will, was that my father would provide for his family and bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. I think sometimes we think the will of God is just, okay, I've got to preach. I've got to preach. I am so sick and tired of people telling me, I've got to preach. Preaching is that much. Now, when you tell me I can't get away from it, I've got a pastor, that speaks to my heart. Because pastoring means you have to take the junk too. Preaching means you get to yell at people. And I want to say tonight, God has a will for your life. Some of you, you dear ladies, you have chosen your life and perhaps you can do this because perhaps you don't have to work a job. I don't know. I'm not faulting you if you do. But some of you have chosen to be a wife and a mother and you stay at home. Well, you won't have the business trips and you won't have the 401Ks and you won't have the uh, the, uh, the the perks and all those things. And You won't have the, uh, the uh, computer and you won't have all those things. You'll be a wife and a mother. You are not a failure if that's God's will for your life. I will that younger women marry, bear children, guide the house, the word of God says, and that they'd love their husbands. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong. Uh, We have, I'm not trying to be crude toward it. We have the people come in uh, every day with a dump truck and we have different dumpsters back here. And they come and they empty these dumpsters. Well, there's nothing wrong with that job if that's what you're supposed to be doing. Why, why, Why do we look down on what a person does in life? Now, if God calls you to preach, and preach. God calls you to pastor, pastor. God calls you to Christian school, then do it, whatever it might be. But God has a will for your life. And the number one priority in your life is discover the will of God. You find the will of God, you fulfill the will of God, and you finish the will of God. We'll get to a message in a moment, but... How do you discover the will of God? Well, I won't preach it again. I've preached it so many times. You discover the will of God by the word of God, by a walk with God, by the house of God. You'll find that all in the scripture. Get to God's house. Say, so when I don't go to church, but I'm looking for the will of God. You'll never find it. By the word of God, a walk with God, the house of God, by the peace of God. I believe you find the will of God by the man of God. I don't think he's just out there for marrying and burying. I think you find it by the prayer toward God, waiting on God, not anxious. I would not make a major decision in an anxious moment, a fearful moment. Slow down. I'm preaching, by the way, I don't know if you know these this summer, if you go back and listen to my message, I'm preaching to Jack Treber. So when you say, well, I'm tired of you preaching to me, uh, maybe Jack Treber is preaching to Jack Treber. Yeah. I delight to do thy will. Service to God. You'll never find the will of God if you're not in the service of God right now. You don't sit and sour and soak. Say, I I think I know the will of God. I'm amazed how many people find the will of God in two days. God's word says right here, verse 7, I delight to do thy will. I'm pleased to do thy will. God has a will for your life. How do I find God's will? How do I learn to delight in God's will? How do I learn to like God's will? How did Andrew Al and his wife learn to like and take pleasure and please on living on a 10th, 8th, 9th, 10th floor of a jammed in downtown in in, in, uh, Hong Kong apartment building and when you rent them, they're just concrete floor, concrete walls, concrete ceiling, that's it. How do you learn to to live like that. How do you learn to live in China like you folks did for 22 years? A communist country until they were moved out of that country and kicked out of that country. How do you do that? They were in the will of God. You know, the will of God will bring such a peace to your heart. Tonight, as we look at this, learning to delight in God's will, are you that think I'm preaching at you? God gave me this about a week ago. You walk and you wait patiently if you're going to know the will of God. Look at verse 1. What's the first three words say, church together? Ready? Begin. I waited patiently. I waited patiently for what? The Lord. If your spirit is like my spirit, I think at times I'm a Peter, I'm impetuous. I wanna do this right now. I wanna act upon it right now. I also can tell you, as I've gotten older in life, I think I've learned to get slow in life and sometimes I'm worried about how slow I am. I'm not, I'm not willing to mess this thing up. I wanna wait patiently. We moved in this building 12 years ago in August, I think you said, or 13. We've been here almost 43 years. The biggest struggles of my life were not the first 30 over there. And the biggest struggles once I had while had, God are you done with me and you want me to leave here has happened since we moved here. We finally got an auditorium, seats 3,000 people. The hardest struggle has been right here. Bobby Robertson said those last years of his ministry when he was about 70 or so, he said those days were harder than all. He passed the same church 61 years. It doesn't get easier, it gets harder. And sometimes in life you might be in this case, you feel like just said, I'm done, let's wrap it up, let's get out of here. That's life, you might feel that way as a wife and a mother, I'm done. As a father, I'm done. As a husband, I'm done. Uh, You're gonna feel that way. That's why uh, out of the young people start any type of education, higher degree, college, secular college, university, Bible college, vocational college. 75% 75 percent of those that start college begin college never graduate. They just quit on it and there's nothing wrong to quit to go to something else. If it's a will of God then do it but not flounder. I waited patiently upon the Lord. they that walk they that wait upon the Lord wait upon the Lord. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagle. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. We're so impetuous. We're so quick to lop the ear off that soldier as Peter did when God says, slow down, be still. I waited patiently patiently is to be patience yet continuing residing and resting and believing God I'd have all those things lined up that I mentioned how to find the will of God lined up before you ever act on the will of God I think maybe perhaps the guy I should bring in here is Brother Doug Fisher to speak on fasting he's written books on it and uh, he's a good speaker on that subject We have such a misconception about fasting. Much of fasting that I see and much of fasting that I know about and experience, much of the fasting, sometimes it takes years to find a result and most of the time, you're not going to even get the result that you're looking for. God reveals. Most of fasting is that God will reveal to you and to me our pride, our arrogancy, and God deals with me, not about, I think you should do this. I think I, we fasted over it. I'm fasting over it. No, God normally shuts that door, but he opens and illumines your eyes to what's wrong in the heart. I don't think I'm the authority. I do think I should probably bring him here to preach on that. I wait patiently for the Lord. Waiting on God is learning to delight in his will. Until we can wait and be calm and not agitated. I know many times I can't make a decision because I'm still I'm too agitated. I'm too hurt. I'm too frustrated. I'm too overwhelmed. People are wanting me to make decisions on this and this, and and a lot of times I'm saying, even this summer, I can't make that decision. I can't. Be patient with me. I don't know. I I can't make that decision, gotta be slow. And I am, there's some decisions, I'm not willing to have them done by uh, September the 5th, when all the schools open. I'll make a wrong decision because until in that patient waiting on God and if I have to wait a week or a month or a year or two or whatever, God wants me to wait. I'm gonna wait and I'm not gonna push God. Got so many great things for this church. I believe God still wants us to do, but I'm gonna wait patiently. He'll always make a plan. He'll always make a way when we learn to wait patiently while we're waiting patiently I'm asking God reveal to me reveal to me show to me we've had men in our class teaching many weeks through these summer months and they we're about to end to that but adult men in our Sunday school class and I tell you, every single man that's spoken it's like they must have called my wife ahead of time because every single man is saying something that convicts me. Brother Sloan spoke here on a Wednesday night a few weeks ago, I was sitting out with my wife, in his first couple paragraphs, he spoke and said something that at that night prior to the service I had prayed specifically, God, show me something about this area deal with me on this area. And the first first few paragraphs, he said something. I said, Lord, this is for me. I don't know all he's gonna say, but that's just what I prayed. Can you say you've waited patiently on God? Can you say what you know, uh, that you've walked at midnight hour with God and you prayed with God and you waited upon God? I waited patiently. I waited patiently. Want to know how to delight in the will of God? I want to delight in the will of God. God's will for me was to come and to live in the Silicon Valley. It wasn't called the Silicon Valley forty-three years ago. That's God's will for my life. And God's will put me here and consequently consequent, I can delight in the will of God because I'm here and I could have I think by the grace of God I think we could have by the grace of God been a content on the 10th floor of an apartment in Hong Kong we are on the press for so much that one day is going to burn this whole planet is going to burn all those things that seemed so important. I was preaching last year in Napa the week after the fires. I had heard about it. Really hadn't seen it on the TV, but on that Monday night I got there early and had dinner with Brother Ray, Mike Ray, and he said, I'd like to take you to through some of the fires. And, and I, just, I just kept taking pictures on my phone. He said, I need all those pictures. There was hundreds of them. He's written a book on it, I believe, that has those pictures in it. And it was so devastating to see these beautiful, up in the hills, palatial palaces, beautiful homes, three-car garage and swimming pools and cars, cars in the inside in the garage that were these classic cars that they don't really move and use, but periodically they were in those garages but the entire house was just burned down flat and those cars that you can imagine, they must have been just breathtaking, were just soot and boiled metal and gone. We put so much effort in that which is not gonna last. Only one life will soon be passed and only what's done for Christ will last. Your Sunday school class will last. Your bus route will last. Serving God will last. So it will last. Serving God with a joyful heart and singing and playing instruments will last for all eternity. If we want to learn to delight God's will, we have to learn to walk patiently and wait patiently. Secondly, in verse two, he brought me up out of a horrible pit. Out of the miry clay kept my feet on a rock and established my goings. We're going to have to be willing to suffer. Jeremiah suffered in that horrible pit. Life is not easy, God's people. Life's going to be filled with suffering. And I've watched so many people in these years walk out on God when suffering enters their life. Dr. and Mrs. Music will know who I'm speaking of. Brett, Brett came to our church. He was a teenager when my wife and I first came here. Handsome boy, just a handsome guy. And a good kid. Strong kid. Public school, played sports. And he married and. Moved away near Sacramento, but he's had cancer twice now. That big strapping boy, and somebody's made it through. He's a good Christian boy. Goes to church, loves the Lord. I've talked to him here and there through the years. I was different places I've gone to preach. He's come over to hear me preach in that region. But on Saturday of this week, he'll attend the service for his young granddaughter who was dating a boy. And got mad in Sacramento last week and shot her in the face and killed her. Tell me he's not in the miry clay. We used to sing in high school, he put my feet on the... How's that? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. From the miry clay, I can tell the world about this. And if we want to know the will of God, you're going to have to go through suffering. You're going to have to go through sadness and disappointment in lives. That's just part of life. And you're going to then spend your life from your, and hinge your life from your disappointment and your sadness and despondency. And you'll spin away from the things of God or you'll spin toward God and you're going to learn to delight in his will. Thirdly, and I'm watching the clock, and I'll try to get done quickly. Not only do we have to wait patiently and be willing to suffer, but as we're waiting and suffering, we have to have confidence that God knows in verse uh, uh, 3 and 4. He hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise to our God. And by the way, if you haven't learned to praise yet, you're not going to yet find the will of God. I don't think God sends his will to grumps. Many shall see it in fear and and shall trust in the Lord. There's that word trust, verse 4. Blessed is the man that maketh the Lord his trust. Confidence in God. If you're like me, I, I trust the Lord. Most of the time. Somehow, sometimes I have to trust myself because I know how to deal with this problem. And that's nothing but pride and arrogancy. I don't know what God knows. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not unto thine own understanding. I think that's written to me. In all thy ways, Jack, acknowledge him and he'll direct thy path. God knows what he's doing. Those of Poo's and kids today, they sang this morning, when you can't trace God, you trust God. The girls ahead have said, I can't trust Jesus. And then we sang, trust and obey. That helped me this morning. God wants me to have trust, have total confidence in him. Now I think for the sake of time, let me give you number four and we're done. If I want to know the will of God and delight in his will, I'm going to have to learn to be obedient. Verse 6, sacrifice and offerings thou didst not desire. Sometimes I think we think we can give things up for God or do things for God. Okay, now <clears throat> I'm doing these things. But you don't necessarily find the will of God by doing these things and sacrificing. Saul tried to sacrifice those sheep, and God said, I don't want those sheep. You've disobeyed me. God wants my obedience. God wants me to obey this book. God wants me to obey the Holy Spirit. God wants me to obey authority. God wants me to obey parents if you have parents in your life. God wants us to obey. We're to be obedient people. I'm so sick at uh, the lawlessness I see in our streets. Breaking of windows and turning over police cars and swearing at the president and leaders of our land. That's not America, ladies and gentlemen. That's not who we are that's rebels who have been stirred up and its lawlessness we need to learn what it is to obey god and when we learn to obey god it will be reflected in how we can obey authority in life i can't get over that thought all this week i guess last week whenever it was i delight to i delight to do thy will uh, the I, I—it's personal. I. There's pleasure, delight. There's performance. Do. There's a person, thy, and there's a purpose, will. God says there's a—it's personal, and there's pleasure in it, and there's a performance in it, and a, and a person—the Lord Jesus Christ—and there's a purpose. Do the will of God. What's the will of God? God's desire. I'm so grateful that I've had this joy of being your pastor because I know and I've been here long enough to know it now my life I know this was created for Santa Kilar California I didn't know it in 1968 when I drove that little car over here to work on El Camino Real at the grocery store when Chuck Wall said, Jack, we, 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 have, we need you over in Santa Clara today at the grocery store. And I liked where I was working in the Irvington District, and Chuck said, you drive over there, and you go there tomorrow. Little did I know that Santa Clara would be my home. And I hope one of two things happen in my life. I hope I'm raptured from here or I die right here and buried and laid at rest right here. Because this is God's will. I've been in the will of God. I know I'm in God's will. I don't know what God's will is tomorrow for my life and next week and next month and next year. But I know what God's will is right now. Are you delighted in doing God's will? (music)